What's up, listeners? I hope you enjoyed season two of the Business of Hype. There were so many amazing stories this season, and if you haven't listened to all ten episodes, definitely check them out because there are gems galore. I want to thank all the amazing people we had on: Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park, Dusty Button, Natalie Ellis, Benny Gold, Shirt, Samuel Ross of a Cold Wall, Ben Baller, Bobby and Ben Hundreds, Julia Lang, Josh Luber of StockX. George Bamford of Bamford Watch Department and Yasin Saidi, head of Puma Select. Thank you all. Without you guys, there would be no show, and without you guys listening, there'd be no reason to do this show. So thanks for tuning in. And as always, you could check us out on the web at businessofhype.com, and you can email any questions you might have to me at questions at businessofhype.com. So we are on a much-needed break right now and preparing for season three, which is going to happen in just a few weeks. And so for today, we have a very interesting guest. Well, he's not really a guest; he's kind of the boss. Seriously, he's the founder of everything hype-related: hype beast, hype bay, hype maker, hype kids, hype beast magazine, HBX, and of course, hype radio, and more. Kevin Ma is about to come into the studio any moment with an announcement, and、uh, I hope I'm not in trouble. So, all right, let's get ready for this. So yeah, so we have Kevin Ma.、Uh, you want to introduce yourself, your title? Hey, I am Kevin.、Um, I'm the founder and CEO of Hypebeast. Been doing it since '05. Yeah, yeah, it's been been a journey. And not only Hypebeast, <laughs> but Hype Bay, Hype. Radio, hype you know, kids. hype kids. Yeah. yeah. What else? Anything else? HBX. HBX is、yeah. small thing. You know, this like online store and、yeah. then the magazine.、Uh, we have our hype beast magazine. Yep. We have、um, our creative agency, Hype Maker. So we have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And we're continuing to launch new projects. Yep. And so the the reason why you know I think you're very busy, so I appreciate you coming on the show, but I think. What you're what you're about to launch and like your newest venture is worth sort of like talking about in 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 depth. So that's why I wanted to have you on the business of hype.、Um, oh, so no, I'm not I'm not that busy. I'm just I just don't do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do podcasts. Yeah.、Okay. Um, so this is a special one, just、okay. for Jeff. Cool. cool. <laughs> so what is uh what's brewing? You know, we've heard murmurings about it. I I think the overall consensus is that people. Have heard little things here and there, but they don't know the full story of what's happening.、Um, so tell us what is happening soon. So、um, we've done everything we could digitally. <laughs> so so we ran out of ideas. Yeah.、Um, and so, now you're doing print and retail. So, yeah, yeah. So we do print.、Uh, we have our own magazine. We have、um, our own store、mm-hmm. physically. So we're like, hey, why don't we do take that kind of、um, digital element or digital things that we do and you know put it offline? Because you know on- online is cool and it's every day and you get to check it out, like check out the content, you know, all the time. But、mm-hmm. I think after a while, you know, you want to also f-、uh, experience stuff physically. You know? Yeah. Obviously, going to restaurants is you know you have to eat food physically.、Mm-hmm. Going to stores, obviously you can shop online, but、um, you know, going to a store and experiencing, you know, the customer service,、uh, the atmosphere, yeah, the shopping experience, you got to do it 
physically and you know I appreciate that as well so we're like hey how can we take all this stuff that we you know talk about online and put it into one place mm -hmm. um, and we're doing hype fest which is kind of the manifestation of what we do online yeah and how long has hype fest been in the works in your head like how long you've been thinking about it for so honestly there has been uh, different festivals um, but we're like hey why don't we do our own version and how we wanted to you know curate it so you know it's been in our heads for a long time but I think realistically we started planning this in actually in January so after our <laughs> it's, on, it's only been like nine months Wow um, so after what we did in December, we hosted a uh, HP 100 uh, dinner party mm -hmm. in Miami in Art Basel in December of last year. We're like, cool, you know, a lot of people showed up, a lot of, you know, people in our industry showed up. And that event was to really celebrate the, you know, 100 people that are the movers and shakers in our industry. So. We're like, cool, you know, we got people to go to Miami. Why don't we do this, but on a bigger scale? Mm -hmm. So in January, we started to, you know, think about this idea and we're like, I think it'll be cool, you know, for us to curate this event, but wouldn't it be cooler if we got other people involved in curating it? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I reached out to Hiroshi Fujiwara and you know I've known him for you know many years but we've never really done anything together so so I reached out and I was like hey man uh, you want to get involved with this yeah. hype fest thing I didn't say hey man but <laughs> <laughs> hello sir <laughs> yeah but why, uh, why Hiroshi why was he like one of the first people you went to obviously you know he is the godfather of you know street fashion he was a person I looked up to all these years um, and you know, you, you learn from Hiroshi, you know, it was, if it wasn't for him, like mm -hmm. we wouldn't be, you know, sitting here right now. Right. So, you know, it's just like who else to find. Right. You know? And so, that's in, in many ways why like business of hypes first episode, I felt like had to be Hiroshi too. Like, yeah, yeah. if you don't start there, I feel like your foundation isn't yeah. set. Right. You know, he's a pioneer, yeah. you know, so I reached out and he was like, okay, cool. Let's, let's do it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's cool. Okay. Um, Let's check one. Validating. Check, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, we obviously, basically trying to get other people because it's, it's a curation of not only what we like, but also what Hiroshi likes, mm -hmm. you know, so we can bring different worlds together. You know, that's the, that's the point of Hype Fest. So um, the second person that we reached out was uh, Sarah mm -hmm. uh, from Colette, obviously. Um, so we were like, you know, we went to Paris, I think in late January or early February. And we're like, hey, Sarah, um, I was with Hiroshi. I was like, hey, Sarah, <laughs> uh, you want to, you know, participate in this hype fest thing that we're creating? Uh -huh. And she was like on the spot. Yeah, I'm down. So nice. So from there, we're like, OK, we, I think we got a great team. So let's let's go ahead and do this thing. Yeah. But we didn't have anything planned. We had nothing. <laughs> right. Um, so we just had this concept of wow. you know just you know bringing the best uh, of our culture together mm -hmm. and um, yeah these folks just came on board and we're like okay this is a go now so yeah. you had a great starting team yeah yeah 
And then I went back to our company and like, hey, we got this concept and everyone agreed, so let's do this. And mm -hmm. and then we're like, so we started like scrambling. Okay, what do we do now? <laughs> it's such a big project. So you kind of incubated the idea by yourself first before you sort of like brought in the company as a whole. You weren't like, hey, whole company of hypebeasts, let's do this. And then I'll ask Hiroshi and Sarah. Uh, well, I, I kind of talked about it, but I mean, like, I, I should talk to them more about <laughs> these ideas, but I'm pretty, you know, ideas driven and like, okay, let's just, you know, test out the concept and yeah. see if people are on board and if people are on board, cool, let's try to make this happen. So, right. cool. Yeah. Okay. So now it's a reality and it's amazing that it, you only started it in January. It's, it's going to happen. Uh, we can say the dates now, right? Yeah. October okay. 6th and 7th. October 6th and 7th. So only 10 months after conception, mm -hmm. it's happening, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it's happening in New York City. In Brooklyn, in New York. Why, why New York City? You could have picked, you're, you're based out of Hong Kong. Hiroshi's from Tokyo. Sarah's from Paris. Why did you all pick New York City? Um, you know, New York's a great city. I love New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So convenient uh, for me. Yeah. Convenient <laughs> for you. You were doing it for convenient for me. Right? For yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you know, we got to fly Jeff all the way to Hong Kong. <laughs> right. That's a lot of flights. You know? Yeah. Um, it's out of budget. So, <laughs> uh, no, I think New York's a great city. You know, it's a hub for fashion. It's a hub for culture, art, a lot of things, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, the big apple. So, I don't know. I just felt that, you know, New York would be a good place to start this out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, other folks have done it in other cities. Yeah. You know, no one has really done it in New York. Right. So we're like, okay, you know, well, we like New York. Yeah. You know, we have people. Uh, our, our team, right, you have a big team here. Yeah, our team is here. So why not choose New York as a starting point? Yeah. You mentioned some of the other festivals. And it's interesting that, like, you know, there's, like, ones in, you know, China and Dubai and L.A. But it's interesting that... You know, the festival business in, in this world never touched New York. And I wonder if people think that, like, I just wonder why. Like, it would be obvious, like, that you should start one in New York, but no one's really done it. Is I wonder if there's a higher degree of challenge in trying to execute this successfully in New York. Maybe. Maybe that's why no one's yeah. done it before. Who knows? Right. So, But, you know, we wanted to take on this challenge. Um, I think New York doesn't have a lot of space, obviously, mm -hmm. so might, that might be a difficulty. Yeah. And you know, we didn't really want to do it at a convention center. Mm -hmm. So we, with the rules of the convention center sort of dictating everything, you know. Uh, not only that, but it just doesn't feel as like authentic and cool. Yeah. You know? So we just wanted to avoid uh, uh, convention centers, you know, at least you know for this year. Mm -hmm. um, just we wanted to make it more authentic, more yeah. like you know. Um, kind of more like kind of like tied in with the city yeah kind of yeah feeling. right yeah, so okay so now um imagine yourself fast forwarding to october 8th mm -hmm. it's the day after the first hype fest what do you want to have accomplished like what is your goal out of this at the end of it all i don't know uh, to be honest like i think it's um to really try to bring this all this kind of stuff together physically and really provide an experience for our visitors to um, learn and 
experience mm-hmm. and you know really get educated or get be inspired by whatever the brands are doing whatever the musicians are um, mm-hmm. doing or performing uh, or the artists you know that we are bringing or you know the talks that you know you're curating yeah so really just trying to provide a platform for people to um, learn and you know right. be inspired so I think also really try to provide a place for people to connect as well not only like our visitors and maybe you know uh, the designers or musicians but also the 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 designers themselves you know provide a place for them to meet and connect Mm -hmm. and hopefully um when people come together you know projects can come out of it Mm -hmm. you know they have their own meetings right so it's like you know like atoms coming together yeah, and yeah. Then, you know creating some sort of spark and right. the more atoms um, the bigger the spark I, yeah. I don't know physics don't, don't <laughs> you don't know if that's actually true yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on that yeah Elon so. Musk will be like no that's not <laughs> <laughs> yes you can edit that part out. <laughs> no. but uh, no I think that's like so you you don't actually really want to dictate the spark that happens you just want to allow the sparks to potentially occur yeah, yeah, no, I, I can't dictate anything. It's just like, uh, just hopefully, if we bring um, the like all these folks together, something will happen. Yeah, you yeah. know. And again, also for kids to really have a chance to learn and have a chance to learn about what this brand is from Tokyo or mm-hmm. from London, you know. Yeah. Um, in real life, too. In, I think. In, yeah, yeah, in real life, not just like online. Yeah. Um, online is great, but you know, sometimes you just. You, 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 I think you understand more when you, you know, physically, uh, mm-hmm. like experience something. Totally. I agree. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm in charge of curating the talk. So I, I'm seeing some of the things that are happening behind the scenes in the planning of Hypefest. And I, I know that in the beginning, you know, we were talking about what the right ticket price is and stuff. Right. And we were talking like, oh, you know, this will probably be like a 40 to $75 type event. You know, that seems mm-hmm. like a fair thing. But recently, a New York Times article came out, and it said that, actually, the event's going to be free. And I think, like, while they said it was free, I think, you know, that people don't really understand the depth of that, because that means a huge amount of potential income being lost on this event. So tell, tell us why you decided that, and, and you, why and how you decided that you were just going to, like, cover this nut, essentially. Yeah, well, I mean, in the beginning, so, I mean, other festivals, most festivals mm-hmm. charge money, obviously. Yes, yeah, ticket to make money from ticket sales, which, you know, that's understandable. Um, so we originally, we, I mean, originally, we, we, we didn't even want to make it that expensive. You mm-hmm. know, there's other festivals that are charging uh, a lot more. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, hey... You know, you, you 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 want people to learn about the brands and have a good experience. Like, why, why, like it, it shouldn't cost anything. I feel you mm-hmm. know, you know, like for example, the website. You don't have to pay to go to the website right. or subscribe to it. Like, yeah, yeah, or or you know, you don't have to pay to get on our Instagram mm-hmm. feed, for example, or, or other feeds. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool to also make this physical experience, uh, you know, price like, free as well? Um, uh-huh. But then, like, we're like, oh, this is like economically, financially, not <laughs> not making any sense because how we're we gonna cover the cost? We're gonna right. lose a bunch of money from 
the ticket sales. I'm sure the finance team was like, excuse me? What did yeah. you say? <laughs> like, what? So, I mean, like, first of all, we didn't want to charge that much. So originally we were like, okay, let's just charge like, you know, the price of a t-shirt or something like that, uh-huh. you know, something like affordable for yeah. most, most people. Um, and then like after a while, I was like, yeah, it would be even so much cooler if, you know, like we didn't charge anything. Right. And we made it uh, free for all. Um, because I feel like, like, you know, culture or learning, you know, it shouldn't have like a price to it. It mm-hmm. should just be, you know, if you, we, I just want to like hopefully give access to people who can get tickets, obviously, um, just to, to provide an experience for them to really learn and, yeah. and, and meet people, you know. So anyhow, um, yeah, our, our financing was like, uh, what, you know, that's, <laughs> that's not going to go, or, you know, because it's, you know, lost revenue. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, how do we make this happen? Um, so after a while, I'm like, okay, you know, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay for the tickets. You yeah. personally? Yeah, personally, right. yeah. So what, you told the finance team, just take it out of like, what, your salary? Uh, uh, n- n- not my salary. I'm just going to cover the cost. Oh, you're just going to, you're going to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to pay for it. So you're personally. essentially buying the ticket for every hype beast who wants to come to Hype Fest. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's fucking dope. I mean, for first year. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Right. Let's right. see what happens. No, but I think it's it's almost like a gift to the fa- the the community, the culture. Yeah, I mean, like for us, we just you know felt that we have such a supportive community, and if you know supported the brand mm-hmm. Hype Beast for so many years, you know, wouldn't it be cool to just kind of give back to? The people who have supported us so yeah why not just make it free again first year maybe right, i don't right. know if i can continue to do the second year so <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome though <laughs> all right cool so um again just to recap because uh, i know you're busy uh, but october 6 october 7 new york city brooklyn hype fest two-day event uh kevin ma ceo and founder is going to cover your ticket when does uh registration begin uh september 18th okay next tuesday all right you heard it here first man okay thanks thanks for your time thanks jeff all right later (laughs) bye